Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Joining us right now, <laughs> former Carolina Panther and sports talk show host at WFNZ in Charlotte is Frank Garcia. Frank, good morning. Thanks for joining us. How are you? I'm doing great, guys. Thanks for having me. No, we cool with his sexual orientation? We yeah. good? Oh, okay. All right. Yeah, no, I, I, As a joke, Frank, we're not questioning you, Don. <laughs> no, no, what, what, what happened earlier? You got to make sure you tell me it's a joke because I get really offended really easy. <laughs> well, Brian didn't know. We had, we had a guest on. I don't know if you saw that LeBron on the subway thing yesterday. Did you see that? I did. Yeah, so the guy who has put his hand in the camera and said, can you not... Uh, came on our show, and he is a gay man. And Brian said, well, if that was a woman sitting next to you, would you have a different feeling about it? And the guy was like, um, no. <laughs> it was a very awkward Geo and Jones moment, so that's where that that's where that comes that's how, from. That's how we roll. Yeah, <laughs> yeah right. we, we don't know your orientation. <laughs> we just gonna assume it. That's how we roll. Anyway, well, you can assume you can assume correctly with this. One. <laughs> Say something for me, Frank. <laughs> I tell you, what a moment, huh? Uh, okay, so uh, Frank, the Carolina Panthers last night looked like a team that could uh, go to the Super Bowl again. And it is shocking to me that without Kelvin Benjamin, uh, Cam Newton seems to be an MVP candidate. And when he's there, he's not so much. Uh, why is Cam back? And, and why did he play so well last night, in your opinion? The Carolina Panthers are 20-2 and two without Kelvin Benjamin on this team, you know, whether he's been injured or now not on the roster. You know, there's there's no secret to that and I think the reason being is that you know a lot of times quarterbacks lock into you know some targets and when you're not using those targets effectively when they don't work in the offense that you're trying to run uh it's it's fitting a square peg into a round hole and I think that's the problem that you had with Kelvin Benjamin and the scheme of this offense they want to run vertical routes they want to run deep they want to they run around goes and you know twenty yard digs and those types of things and it and if you have big tight ends running those routes it's tough to be able to stretch the field it it suffocates the offense and I think what's happened without Kelvin Benjamin is this offense has been able to breathe a little bit because there's two ways to create space on a football field it's either laterally or vertically and uh, because there's more speed on this field it has opened up the running game and it has forced cam to maybe concentrate and focus a little bit more on multiple wide receivers and i think because of that there's a lot of threats and that spread the field with this offense and been able to attack the entire field okay let's look holistic holistically uh other than cam being healthy What's different about this team as opposed to last season? Um, you know, I think that uh, there's a lot of things that when you start looking at, you know, some of the pieces on this team, you know, are, are different. Um, you know, guys like Christian McCaffrey, you know, Curtis Samuel had a big, big day. And the way they're using Devin Funches, um, you know, not trying to force the ball to Kelvin Benjamin is one of those things. Um, you know, the 
you know, there there was a lot of other things that I saw, Brian. You know, as former players, you look at and you see that, you know, when guys are maybe a little lackadaisical, maybe some some complacency, you know, they're not getting back to the huddle, not running routes fully. Uh, th- those things spread. Complacency is a cancer to a football team. And I'm not putting this all on Kelvin Benjamin. Guys should still be pros, but there was a lot of that, in my opinion, with Kelvin Benjamin on this team, and it trickled down to some of the other players. Gio Jones, Frank Garcia, WFNZ, and former Carolina Panther. Uh, were you critical of Cam and some of the press conference stuff uh, this year as much of the as, as the country seemed to be? Yeah, you know what? Um, there's some things that you know Cam has said in past, and I think that you know, we can, you know, look at some of the things that maybe he intends to say, you know, and ver- versus the way that it comes out, um, you know, and we interpret a lot, uh, you know, but he says them. So, yeah, I mean, there's, you're going to make mistakes as, an, as a person. You're going to make mistakes as an athlete. You're going to make mistakes when you're up there live, you know, doing interviews. But when you make those mistakes, there's nothing wrong with backing down a little bit and saying, hey, listen, I made a mistake or, you know, just maybe moving on a little bit more. Uh, respectfully, and I think that those are the things that I think you know, maybe um, you know the, the the country has criticized. For example, with the woman and you know the the uh, sexist remarks that were made, and um, you know I don't know if I interpret it that way because um, you know I think that if you're close to Cam, you understand a little bit more you know of what he is and who he's what he's saying. I think there was a couple of things on both sides that were wrong. So yeah, I mean at the end of the day. Um, you know, he's he's our quarterback. Um, you take the good with the bad. And, um, you know, I think that they've, you know, maybe figured out a way to manage that a little bit more and maybe just let him speak less. Frank, tell us something about uh, Steve Wilkes, the new D.C. He took over for Sean McDermott. Of course, McDermott's up at Buffalo now as their new head coach. And Wilkes has the, the league's number one defense. Well, he's blitz happy. And, and then there's nothing wrong with that if it's yeah. working. And I think that's he's leading the league in blitzes, too. I mean, he's an aggressive guy. He gets after it. He's a charlatan. Um, you know, I've known him very well for the last several years, and uh, he loves the game of football. But um, he's going to pin these ears, these guys' ears back and let them go play. You know, but uh, you got to have the Jimmys and the Joes, you know, in order to execute those X's and O's. And the Panthers have some really good guys that uh, go out there and do that. You know, K.K. Short, you know, Julius Peppers right now is getting after it. Uh, uh, you know, guys like Mario Addison, who not a lot of people may have heard of. Uh, and then, obviously, Luke Keekley in the middle, who not only is as cerebral as a player you're going to find, but the instincts that he has, along with his athletic ability, put him to me as one of the best linebackers I've ever seen. Yeah. I agree, man. That dude is so smart. We always talk about football IQ and Keekley. Like that interception last night prior to the halftime, first of all, it shouldn't have been thrown, but he read that route better than, than Cutler did. Well, Brian, I mean, he shouldn't have been there. I mean, yeah. Luke Keekley in his zone was out of position, but because of the tendencies and the study habits that he has uh, and the instincts that, that are there, he knows you know, where the ball's going. I mean, he he's just – you know, he, he, uh, he studies plays, but the instincts are something you can't teach. You know, we talk about, you know, guys like Steph Curry or Magic Johnson, the guys that have the vision, guys that have, you know, just great instincts on the basketball court, you know, and, you know, guys like Ray Lewis or, or Mike Singletary. I mean, the, the instincts that these guys have, you can't teach. 
I know I'm going to be alone in this and the, the three of us talking about it um, because you guys played at a high level and I didn't. But Keekley's one of those guys now when I watch him, I'm, of course, in awe of his talent, but I'm now starting to worry about him post-playing career because of all of the concussions. Do you, does that enter your mind when you're watching him, Frank, at all? No, no not whatsoever. I think Luke Keekley, as smart as he is uh, on the football field, he's equally as deliberate off the football field. And I think he surrounds himself with good people. I think he makes uh, calculated decisions, and I think he does a lot of evaluation and self-evaluation on where he is physically and and, and those type of things. And you know, he gathers the information and and you know, does the best with what he can. He's a football player. That's what he loves to do. Um, you know, I can't tell him any different. And nobody else should either. Um, those are his personal decisions, and I think that he's making some good ones. As far as the offensive line, that's your old hunting ground down there. What, what's different about these guys? Are they benefiting from the fact that Cam is using, using his legs again this year? I saw last week, uh, last night uh, down there on the goal line, they used a counter OT. They used, they just pulled the backside guard and they, they used Dixon uh, instead of the backside t- uh, tackle pulling on that OT. Uh, so w- what's different about those guys? They stepped up their game? No, you know, um, Brian, I think, yeah, I mean, you have to look at, you know, a lot of things and, um, you know, them blocking a little bit more efficiently uh, is something that uh, has helped this offense, no doubt. Jonathan Stewart went over 100 yards last night. Um, you know, Chris McCaffrey has been a big part of that as well. But, you know, with the play calling and evolving this offense and understanding this offense, I think the offensive line is kind of they, – they fit into what the scheme is now. Um, you know, trying to, you know, manufacture offense, you know, without, uh, you know, maybe your play caller – is tough to do, and Ryan Khalil has been out, but they've acclimated to, uh, you know, their new center, and they've figured out, you know, what his strengths are as well. But you know, last night they double teamed the heck out of, you know, Sue Point, uh, you know, on, on on the front side, and uh, they frustrated him. And um, you know, they're they're working with their strengths. Matt Khalil, maybe not great at the point of attack, but out in space. He's athletic as heck, and you know they're running those toss plays to his side. And on the play that uh, I believe it was uh, Funchess on that quick screen, that tunnel screen that he ran, um, you know Christian McCaffrey got a lot of the credit for blocking the corner. But you know without uh, without you know Khalil out there blocking the edge, you know with that backer that safety filling, uh, that's not a touchdown. So you know they're just figuring out how you know to use these guys properly, and I think they're starting to buy into it a little bit more and. Uh, everything's kind of, um, you know, working up. And, uh, you know, that's why they're having the success. 200 yards last week, 300, you know, close to 300 yards this week. And, um, you know, those those boxes aren't as, as stacked when you have a little bit more speed on there and you have to respect that pass. Gio and Jones of Frank Garcia on CBS Sports Radio, former Carolina Panther and now with WFNZ in Charlotte. Uh, who do you like better right now, the Saints or the Panthers? It's a great question. I think they're both playing at a high level, but I think you have to give the edge to the Saints, unfortunately, for Panther fans. You know, they got the heads up, and they're going to New Orleans to play. So, you know, just from a scheduling standpoint, uh, they're up against the eight ball. But, um, you know, Drew Brees right now still playing at a high level. Um, you, you, you have – I like the Panthers' defense you know, a little bit more, but it's hard to argue when you have a Hall of Famer back there slinging it around and running the ball at the level that they're running it. And you look at, you know, what Ingram's been able to do and, you know, by committee and Kamara, I mean, there's, there's, there's a lot of weapons on that team, and Drew Brees makes a lot of guys better. So offensively, you got to just give a slight edge maybe to 
the Saints, but if defensively, I think it goes to the Panthers. But because scheduling, you have to go on the road, that always goes to the home team. Let me ask you about a, a, a team up here, the New York Giants. And uh, we were discussing some of the comments of Ben McAdoo, their head coach, yesterday about not being, not having to motivate his squad. And, and while that's true to a certain extent, it's probably not wise to say that publicly, what would be your take on that as far as a coach having to motivate you at this level? Well, how's that guy still have a job, first off? <laughs> I mean, seriously. I mean, you're 0 and um, you haven't shown any life, you know, whatsoever. Um, you know, some of the antics, you know, that we're watching and seeing, and, you know, just, I, I don't know. I mean, coaches shouldn't have to motivate professional players. There's no doubt about that, you know. But sometimes, you know, attitude is a reflection of leadership. You know, still a little line to from Remember the Titans. But, um, you know, that's, that's something that, um, you know, coaches – you know, ultimately are, are going to be accountable for culture and attitude of the way your team plays. I mean, you are a reflection of, of what you're allowed to get away with. And the more you're allowed to get, with, you know, get, get away with in practice, the more you're going to, you know, you're going to, you're going to get away with. So, yeah, I think that, those are the things that you look at and I don't care what level it is. We're creatures of habit. Um, you know, we're, we're going to, you know, do some things that we're allowed to do and, and, um, and I think that they, they could absolutely use a little of insertion of energy. Speaking of teams that are in trouble, how bad were the Dolphins last night? I mean, that team, I don't know how the hell they've won four games this year. Well, they, they did it early. <laughs> mm-hmm. They did it early against some bad teams. But, um, you know, without a Jai Jay and, uh, you know, Jay Cutler, you know, just um, not playing great right now, um, you know, the Panthers are going to make you look pretty pretty normal and pretty bad on offense. Um, you know, but defensively, they still have the talent. I mean, they're just again, you know, when you feel like, uh, you know, as a player, and you and you let a couple of guys go that you felt like were really maybe helping your team, or, um, you know, conversely, when you let a guy go that feel you feel like, you know, maybe was hurting your team, you're going to have an insertion of energy, or maybe feeling like, what are we doing here? It seems like the Dolphins are heading in the other direction compared to the Carolina Panthers. There was a lot of similarities going into this game between both of these teams, but uh, I think we all see, you know, maybe the difference between the two types of players and and the feeling that brought to the team. And, and speaking of Jay Cutler, I know some of the quarterbacks you played with, I know my my former teammate Jake Delhomme. Maybe he came over when you were still playing. Uh, and and then prior to that, who was the Penn State quarterback who was the number one pick you guys Kerry had? Collins. Yeah, Kerry Collins. I should have picked him off, man. I missed my opportunity. <laughs> uh, but I didn't see Kerry, especially a young guy coming in. I, he didn't necessarily uh, possess those leadership skills. Jake did definitely later in his career when he got the opportunity to showcase that. Uh, what what are your thoughts on the quarterback and the role they play being that that's uh, the most significant uh, p- uh, position on a team? Well, you know, that's uh, that's a great Great question, and um, you know, obviously, quarterbacks are you know kind of in the hip pocket with the the head coaches and and the offensive coordinators. And when you look at you know some of the great teams, they've all had one thing in common: a guy that's leading them. And you know, maybe Ray Lewis on the defensive side was the exception to the rule, but most teams that have won Super Bowls, are, you know, are, are you know have a a guy at that position who's going to command respect and keep guys accountable and wanting to play hard during during the season you know i played with kurt warner as well um was a quiet leader didn't say a lot but you you knew you know where you stood with him because if you weren't getting the job done he's going to let you know about it and um you know the same thing even with peyton manning in 2015 the guy couldn't he couldn't throw a 10-yard pass but the reason why 
that offense didn't turn the ball over. And, you know, they went out there and they executed because they knew they were confident that he knew where everybody was going to be and what everybody was supposed to do. They handed the ball off more than they, they threw it. But, you know, still because of his leadership, I felt like, you know, that was a dangerous team, even on the offensive side, although they just ran the ball a ton. So, yeah, the quarterback is one of those positions that gets way too much credit, way too much blame. But at the end of the day, um, the reason why they make those, you know, seven, eight figures is because, um, you know, that's what their responsibilities are with the football team, not just the leadership, but knowing where everybody is. Frank, thanks for the time this morning. We love talking to you. We appreciate it. Appreciate you, man. No problem, guys. Take care. Frank Garcia, sports talk show host at WFNZ in Charlotte and former Carolina Panther. Uh, so Tough. We, tough, dude. Yeah, without a doubt. Yeah. No, no yeah. doubt about it. Good holder. So we have uh, Connor training on the board now. And Pete is that is, right? Pete's giving him the keys here for this break. Uh-oh. So this is, are, Uh-oh. Connor, are you nervous for this? This is a big moment. You have to hit, what, one button or two buttons? Two buttons. Two, well, let him speak for himself. Two buttons? It's uh, two buttons. Two buttons. Get that bass out of your voice, too. <laughs> you, you talk to her. You think you can handle this now? I mean, you've only been in there for, what, a uh, couple hours. Think you can do this? I'm hoping for the best. All right. Now, how are you waiting? Like, what's going to be your cue from me? How do you even know what to do? Once you wrap up the segment, I'll be ready to go. Well, how do you know when he's wrapping up the right, segment? Right. You have no idea what point I'm going to go to break. Follow us on Twitter <laughs> at Geo and Jones. Flapping that whole time. Be... Like, ha! Ah! Ah! <laughs> 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 you were trying to dock a ship or something, man, when you were flail, flailing your arms. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> what like going? I was lost at sea. Yeah. And there was like a helicopter. Ow! I was looking at Coast Guard. Yeah, you're on a raft. <laughs> <laughs> a man spread his female spray. Yeah, we're all we're all in line with that. No, no. Okay. Uh, <laughs> all in line with that <laughs> because because we all heterosexuals. Aren't we? <laughs> That's what we is. Yeah, right? we're all we're all in line with that. That's no, right. I'm in the front of the line. Uh, one, two, three. Everybody, burp. <laughs> I guess you haven't watched my video. Mm, yeah, I watched it. I just didn't, I didn't listen to it. Uh, okay. So now, stop, stop making fun of me, man. That's our boy. So now every guest, we have decided that Mikey B is going to let Brian know whether that person is confirmed homosexual or heterosexual. Are you sure, Mike? Yeah. So you have empirical just, just, evidence, just so we don't. I think you need a full, like, one sheet with all of the information. <laughs> yeah, right. Include that in I the I mean, bottom. everything. <laughs> Heritage, religion. You know what? That could have gone horribly views. wrong, though. No, because no, no, if no. you knew, if you knew that he was gay going into that interview and he said the man spread thing, I thought you'd be into that. <laughs> like, Thank that, you. That would have yeah. been worse. Right. That would have been, what do you mean no, you don't like a no, man no, spread? No, 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 Don't go over there and, like, pretend like you took the better angle on this. <laughs> no, I, I'm not yeah, saying I took you. the better angle. No. I had no angle. I didn't care what he what well, he did. But you're right. You, I probably would have said that if I had heard. Know what I know about your ass? A man spread usually what you're looking yeah. for. So why was it different? <laughs> That's what you I said. thought you'd be happier than a fucking prison. <laughs> Now I'm confused here, Jay. Yeah. Come on. What, what, so what is it about yeah. the man spread with LeBron? Yep. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're all we're all in line with that. No. <laughs> <laughs> Why wouldn't you be in line with the man spread? <laughs> no. What's up? No. Oh, you take it. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, boy. Mm-hmm. Okay. See, you're right. <laughs> yeah, so we dodged something even worse, I think. Is yes, we did. You should, well, we, you well, should we learn. last full on that. Yeah. Yeah. That, there you go. You mm-hmm. did it again, Mike. <laughs> what do you do? Did, didn't you say half glass full? Is that what you just said? <laughs> oh, wow. Ah! <laughs> half glass full. Oof. <laughs> Yeah, that's the second time he stuck. That's our boy. That's well, it was. Everybody's very on brand today, aren't they? (laughs) (laughs) Except for Pete, who's in teacher Pete mode because he's training somebody. So he's like, yeah. I mean, he's he's walking around here like a Teletubby, you know, (laughs) (laughs) a karma smile on his face, bouncing around, looking up. Oh, he's a boss today, huh? He's laying down the law. (laughs) I'm important today. Listen here, Connor. Don't touch that button. Touch this one. That's right. I said. No, no, he's no, he's very gentle. With yeah. He's gentle with Connor. Yes. Oh. He's like, would you like to stand over here and I'll walk you through oh. what we're about to do as we throw the show into one of our commercial breaks? <laughs> I will allow you to be very hands-on this particular segment. <laughs> I mean, Pete loved Teacher Pete. Is uh oh, Teacher Pete's the nicest guy I know. R- Teacher Pete. Look at him. I've never seen him grin like that, except when that lady was shaving his head. Yeah, that was, that was the other time. It's the same feeling. Yeah. <laughs> Being in charge. The same sensation. And yeah. Yeah. Well, I got you. Now, Connor, this, this has to be great for Connor and his education in this radio business because it will never get any worse than this show. It so, is true, yeah. So th- this is, you, you just chalk this up to, yeah. Right. Uh, that This is that worldly experience that right. you can't get in school. Right, it's it's a lot easier to run Adam the Bull show on Saturday than it would be yeah. ours. Right, yeah. I don't think there's going to be things you have to worry about. Yeah. Go get him, Connor. Mm-hmm. As, as much. Go yeah. get him, Connor, and get that air with him. Uh, you got mm-hmm. new, uh, you got new Beats uh, headphones there, Mike? No, I stole them from Stu Kovacs. Oh, okay. My, just, my headphones broke and uh, been lazy to buy new ones. You just huh? steal Stu stuff, man. Stu know about this? Or you just, no clue. He has right no now. Idea. Wow. Probably not. How did, did he not have them locked up? Correct. He did have them locked up. Oh, he did not have them oh, locked up. Oh, he did not. Up. Oh, okay. Wow. What a thief. Those are expensive headphones, man. Yeah, well, he didn't want your earwax. Well, let's not talk about it on the radio. Too late. You snitched earlier. I'm going to text them. I, I would, too, if I had a number. <laughs> Stu, wake up! <laughs> yeah, you don't have yeah, Stu's number. <laughs> huh? You have Stu's number? Of course I do. Remember from the um, NFL, daily NFL stuff, I had to get him involved. Mm-hmm. How's it going? Thanks for having me. There you go, Stu. <laughs> Remember when we did FanDuel last year? Stu oh, you every do week. have Stu's number, yeah. Yeah, Johnny Coeto. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Stu got home late last night. Don't text him now. Stu, right. Stu still with Sam? Yeah, they still kicking it, huh? Uh huh. Oh. I can send oh, him a video. It. I can send uh, him. A, you want? You, you want me to do yeah, that? I think you should. Right, here we go. Ready? Ready? Here we go. Um, you're gonna. You're gonna tell him. All right. Go ahead. Wait, actually, no. Stand by. Wait, all that's right. not good. Man, I was all ready to go. Should we give him all of Stu's information? Stu is white. I know who He's Stu Christian. is. Oh, <laughs> now he has a girlfriend. Could be a front. Could be a front. Get in the video here, Mike. Stand up. Hey, right Stu. Up. All right, here we hey, go. Hey, Sam. All right, so you got those Beats headphones on. Mm-hmm. Brian, what's going on here? Hey, Stu, wake your big ass up. Get to work, man. Hey, Mikey B stole your headphones, so you might want to bring some of those Clorox wipes to work so you can clean them off because his earwax is nasty, I hear. Okay, there you go, Mike, one more time. 
right. you know about my earwax? So Don't worry go. about it. Just go along with it. Send that to Stu. Glass full, empty. I just want to be your man. Just be my girl. Oh, there you go. <laughs> St- Stu. Wait, James. Stu. Well, James is gone, dog. I miss Stu as well. Boom. It was nice seeing Stu every day. I, Stu I was cool. Him. Is Stu yeah. lost his passion yet? Because I always felt like he was a guy that would be tough to lose his passion. He's so happy-go-lucky. Yeah, like I mean, Stu. like he was like, he. Cu- hey, how's it going, man? Hey. Yeah. hey. You know, cut- I'm just cutting tape, doing the Thanks same thing me. every mm-hmm. single day. Mm-hmm. Through sources. He's lost a little of it. Oh, really? Why? But what I haven't heard from him That's directly. too bad. What happened? I always thought he was going to be gung-ho about everything. Hmm. So, all right, I sent the video to Stu. Cool. Right, thanks, Greg. Yep, no problem. You're a real mensch. <laughs> mm. <laughs> always, always. Uh, all right, uh, so, oh, no. Bogus has got an update yeah. about oh. something. Uh, I'm, Guys, really, I'm really bummed out about mm, this one. Donald Trump has made UCLA basketball great again. Uh, uh, the Wall Street Journal says Leangelo Ball and his two fellow dummies boarding a plane for L.A. this morning, uh, hours after our president asked China's president for some assistance. Mm-hmm. And here we go. <sighs> Man. What? Bums me out. Why? You want him to stay in China? Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Why? Well, I, I predicted it, first off, and I wanted my prediction to come true. I just I don't mm. like the whole these guys can go over there and act like idiots and then someone get pulls, away with a, it? pulls the strings. Because mm. I, I know full well, if it was any of us, that wouldn't have happened. Right? That's what I don't like about it. Yeah. There's a normal person goes over there, even a young kid who maybe not doesn't know any better, goes over there, does the same thing, their ass is in jail. And these idiots, just because they play for UCLA and one of them is a ball, gets help from the president? The president has well, to get involved with these well, idiots. Turn the page with us. That's what the news said. We'll see. Don't you start with that grand birth of stuff, man. <laughs> wait, wait, wait a second. What do you mean that's what the news says? Yeah, we'll see what happens. called a Wall Street Journal fake news? Yeah, I you... didn't say it was fake. We'll, we'll see how much influence he had. Just We're here relax. to make sports talk radio great again. Wait, so, so you're, t- you're telling me. That it, I'm not. I'm telling you, it, it, everything is not as it seems. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm telling you, homie. Oh, okay. Just relax. Okay. And I'm glad they got off. Good for them. Is this no, a Jones not. on the phone thing? Do you have information? Yeah, I kept, I kept forgetting to call the dude though. Well, I, I just looked Who's over at Brian Xi talking. Jinping. You're gonna call him? <laughs> I mean, it, it cousin, <laughs> it play cousin. <laughs> I just looked over at Brian's phone. It's just symbols. It's amazing. I don't. <laughs> I had no I idea that you were symbols. fluent in <laughs> Chinese, but pretty that's, good. That's, that's called Mandarin. Oh, no, yes. yeah. Cantonese. Mm-hmm. All right. So like, let me just see if I'm following this correctly. You you know that you're not disputing the report that you're flying back to Los Angeles. You're disputing the report that the president was the person who I did am this. not disputing that. I'm just saying there may be more to the story. Okay. That's all I'm saying. I, I, I told you to, remember last week I told you I was supposed to call a guy. He said, yeah, call me because he had some inside information on what was happening. Yeah. Yep. So I'm just, and I forgot to call him. Okay. So I'm texting him, and then maybe during the break, I'll call him. <laughs> They're all flying and back it, with their fingers cut off. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to leave something here. <laughs> We've got We're some... going to have a thumb. <laughs> good, good news and bad news. <laughs> three, three handless UCLA players. <laughs> there goes my right. career. <laughs> <laughs> that guy Steve Hartman could do a story on him on Sunday morning. <laughs> they overcame. <laughs> I left my heart in El Segundo and my thumb in China. <laughs> <laughs> oh, all right, bogus. Oh, 
Oh, yeah, sure. Uh, the Dolphins were right there with the Panthers down three late first half on Monday Night Football. And then from the Dolphins, 21st and 10, it goes as a line drive. The near side, it's picked off. It's intercepted on the near side. Keekley got it on a leaping two-handed glove catch. Kevin Harlan on Westwood won four plays after Luke Keekley picked off Jay Cutler. Cam Newton threw his first touchdown of the night. The Panthers then scored their first four possessions of the second half with Newton tossing three more touchdowns to cruise 45-21, staying a half game behind the Saints in the NFC South. Carolina posting a franchise record 548 yards of offense, 294 on the ground. They were 11 for 14 on third down. The Dolphins, meanwhile, have lost three straight. Giants ownership says head coach Ben McAdoo has their support. The season will be evaluated once it is mercifully over. The Knicks built the 23-point third quarter lead in the Cavs last night, so Cleveland's head coach reminded them. Mother in charge. His name is T. Lou. And the Cavs rallied in the fourth. Six to shoot. LeBron guarded by Porzingis. Long three on the way. He nailed it. Jeff Hornacek takes a timeout. That's John Michael. Cavs ready. Hey, on the... Connor, you like Tiki and Tierney? You a fan of that show? Like that show? Uh, yes, I am. All right, good for you, man. Just want to make sure. Man, get out of here. LeBron <laughs> finished for 23. <laughs> Kyle Korver scored 19 in the fourth for a 104-101 win. The Warriors solved the Magic 110-100. The Sixers a 109-105 win at the Clippers. L.A. has dropped six straight. As expected, Yankee right fielder Aaron Judge and Dodgers first baseman Cody Bellinger named rookies of the year last night. They were unanimous choices. And the big three is still a thing, so Ron Artest will play for the killer threes next season, reuniting with Pacers tag team partner Steven Jackson. Boys, <laughs> you got anything over there? <laughs> Inspector Gadget? Snorting, man. I'm just watching you intently text. Like, walk me through Chinese legislation. Why are you ready? Can you get me an omelet? Oh, oh man. You know, funny. the thing spell correct, man. Maybe my fingers are too big or something. I don't know. Yeah. Just you know what words they say. Running big hands. Big gloves. Yep. So, <laughs> Italy's not going to be in the World Cup oh, either now. Oh, dang, no. What is I that know. Balotelli dude going to do now? <laughs> <laughs> Who, who's he going to hit on? The brother that was hitting on the reporter over there, their famous soccer player. Oh. The black dude. Oh, yeah. Y'all yeah, know yeah. it ain't but one. Uh, yeah. Dang. Uh, uh, Bal- Bellinelli. That's Bellinelli. what I said. I forget. You don't know, Connor? You hit with soccer? No? No, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know what the hell's going to happen now, man. This is this is tough. Now, I'm just thinking about myself. I don't really care about them. I've got the U.S. out, Italy out. Mm. Who the hell do I root for now? Uh, Germany. No. Yes. Russia. <laughs> no. No, that's you. That's only you. I, you I, and your peeps. I can't. I can't root for either one of those. <laughs> No, you've got at least you've got a couple places to go. You can go I, to Cameroon. I, I can go, yeah, Ghana. Ghana. Uh, well, you got you're into Ghana. Ghana's good, actually. Yeah, so you got to uh, go with Ghana. Well, that's where Ivory I'm from. Coast. Eighty eight percent of me is from there. Yeah, Ivory um, Coast. I, I mean, I got. Who can I go? World I'm going Trump. with I'm going Germany. Boating. Scheinstager. He he retired though, I believe. But I still have boating. <clears throat> what about Brazil? What about the uh, French? You like Nicolina? Neil Aquina. Um, I don't France. I can't go with France. You go with that dude who likes to bite people. 
Argentina. Argent Argentina's not bad. I know they're not bad. Good. That's not a bad one. I I really I'm having a tough time with this. I really am. I'm gonna have to go over this. I gotta start from scratch. So nothing's really Brazil doesn't strike me as something that I'm into. England, maybe? Should I go with England? Yeah. Or you know, we were once together. Yeah, a long, <laughs> long time ago. Then there was a little revolution made us, you know, maybe I'll go with separate. England. Maybe I kinda like the English. They're usually play pretty well, don't they? Yeah, I would well, I think so, yeah. Well, I'm taking Ghana, I'm taking Germany. Why Germany? Uh, Boating. What is that? I like his name, Boating, and he's pretty good. And he's a brother. Uh, Oh, okay. But Scheinstock, I like him too, but he's done. I think that's how you say his last name. Scheinstock? Didn't he he retire? He's one of their best players ever, ever. I don't know. You're asking the wrong guy about Scheinstocker. Yeah. And so Ghana and Germany. All right. All right. Good for you. And you're going with England. Yeah. You're going to lose again. You know what? Like in 1776. You know what else I was thinking? What? Was we should go to break. Check us out on Facebook at Geo and Jones. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. So we got an impromptu Jones Boy, you on good. the phones. You are impromptu. Good. Jones on the phones. Come on, baseball season. Get back here. That's how he ends that home run call. Uh, Gone and not coming back. Gotcha. Yeah. Uh, Jones on the phone. Thank you. Yeah, I step on my own intro. Uh, Team effort. I inquired to my friend. Hold on a second. I I was about to say. Okay, I'm just making sure. I'm going to set it up. I got you, homie. Uh, I inquired from uh, my source who is close to the situation. And I failed to call him last week when he was even closer to the situation. But he says this uh, this morning as far as why the the Hoopers were released there in China, UCLA basketball players. He says, uh, team effort. Uh, The commissioner of the Pac-12, Larry Scott, State Department, all those played a hand in this. And uh, sources also go on to say that UCLA screwed this up from the beginning because they didn't want to comment. Hmm. Uh, they were afraid to comment. Ooh. Uh-huh. And as we mentioned last week, or as it was reported, Alibaba also Alibaba. played a, an important role in, in this as well. So team effort all the way okay. around from the commissioner to Pac-12 and State Department and Alibaba. And Alibaba. Yeah. A lot of people yeah. working together on this. Yeah. Get the, <sighs> get the dummies home. Dummies. Now I wonder what punishment is going to be now once they get back state. Probably nothing. Got to be something. Come well, that's on. the problem with this, man. This is what annoys me about it. And I don't want to see these guys suffer. Well, you have to pay for your transgressions, right? And I mean, just like UCLA basketball players are that important to us, where this all this has to happen. Really? Yeah, apparently so. I, you know. Just idiots. Just absolute idiots. I would agree. It's not like they got captured. You right. know, I mean, it's not like they were held hostage and we went above and beyond to get them released. Yeah. They got arrested for breaking the law in a foreign country. And like a house arrest in a hotel to me isn't enough, but Yeah, you're, 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 you're stupid. Uh, stuck in a luxury hotel. Yeah. For a couple weeks. It just, mm. bothers, it just bothers me. Mm. The whole thing bothers me. I mean, you get cabin fever. I mean, that, that's, yeah, that's right. torture. Oh, you know how much yeah. room service I hate, man? Yeah. I mean, they probably ran out of food. It's just stupid. 
I just anyway. Well, good for them. Yeah, you know what? You luck. You know what? I hope that this changes their perspective a little bit. They learn something from this. You would hope so. Because it could go two ways. One, they could be like, "Oh my goodness, I'm so lucky that this many people cared about my well-being." Yeah. Or it could go the other way, and like we can get away with everything. Huh. Mm, you okay. know. You know yeah, what I'm saying? I, I agree. You'd be but... like, "Wait a second, I just got arrested in a foreign country." My punishment was to be stuck in a hotel for a week and billionaires, politicians, and sports, State Department. Right, State Department and, and, and big wigs in college sports all came to our aid. Yeah. Wow. Let's see what else I can get away with. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Dummies. <laughs> dummies is right. You big dummies. Um, foreign, you shouldn't do that here in America. You definitely shouldn't do it in a foreign country. Right. Hopefully they learn something crazy. from it. They should be uh, under house arrest, and they have to watch Locked Up Abroad over yeah. and over and over. I know. On a loop, right? That, that'll make me act right in yeah. any watching that show. Oh, That's I used to terror. love that show. Yeah. I'm with you. Yeah, great show. Spooky. Hey, uh, all those NFC teams that we mentioned before, there's mm-hmm. one that we have left out that's a little more glaring than the others. You could say the Atlanta Falcons, yes, because of how good they were last year. But the Cowboys. Hmm. So, My Cowboys. How many uh, sacks were they still counting those sacks? Yeah. Eight. A lot of sacks. Yeah. yeah. Big ones, Adrian too. Claiborne, they just made him a lot of money. Did you see his bonus? Yeah, $750,000 he hit. I guess it was eight sacks on the season. He could. And he had six uh, in the game. He had two coming in. Yeah. Unbelievable. <laughs> Thank you, Chaz Green. Jeez. Appreciate you. It really is unbelievable. Mm. Um, And it, keep, it the number keeps going up if he hits like 10. And, yeah, and if he four. hits uh, 10, or if he gets four more, I believe it's 1.2. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> nice incentives. I know. Yeah. Uh, so do you feel like the Cowboys are on the outside looking in the NFC? Right now, or I do as they currently sit, because now not only are you having problems on the off- offensive line with Smith being out, Tyron Smith being out, and uh, hopefully he comes back because you, you see now that's a glaring issue with that offensive line, and also uh, Sean Lee, quarterback of that defense. You you gotta have him. It, it, it's it's amazing when he's in the game uh, how the point total. For the opposing team goes down. When he's not in the game, it, it rises and, and, and it's at a steep level. Uh, so you need him uh, back there directing the, the guys. So that hurts uh, being hit on both sides of the line of scrimmage. And, you know, those who are taking this out on, on Dak Prescott, Dak Prescott did all he could do. And he's still capable, even without Ezekiel, if you give him time. He had no time. And it's amazing to watch these folks who now – directing their arrows towards uh, Dak Prescott, saying he's just an average quarterback. Well, anybody's average. They're running for their lives. Yeah, you're average. Jared Stidham was average running for his life versus Clemson in that second half versus LSU. What was he like uh, this past weekend going up against that Georgia defense when they blocked for him, when mm-hmm. he had a running game? And, yes, you need that balance of a running game, but I don't think Ezekiel Elliott would have done anything behind that offensive line the way they played the other night. And we saw earlier in the season mm-hmm. when everyone was there, how did that that line play? And how did Zeke, how many yards did Zeke run for versus the Denver Broncos and when they were playing well? Yeah, yeah. Right. Uh, and Ezekiel Elliott is out of the country now, and he no one knows exactly where he is. At least I haven't seen that yet, and he's going to be training somewhere outside of the country. He's also going to clear his head. It would be very, very tough for me to – stay focused during this thing if I was leaving the country. Like, I don't know. I just personally, now I'm not a high-level athlete by any stretch of the imagination. 
Um, but if I, like, left the country after the stress of this thing and you want to tell me it's the middle of the football season, I'm a running back, mm-hmm. and I just get pounded every week, and then, like, there's nobody around me to give me crap about what I'm doing or not doing, like, I would probably relax. I wouldn't be mm. doing a lot of I, I think he, he continues to train. I, well, and he has to. That's, his, just, that's his crap. Right, yeah. right. So, but other than that, yeah, what am I doing? I can't be with my team. I can't. Uh, be in the facility. I, I can't practice. I can't do anything. So I'm going to remove myself from this, and we'll see what happens in a month. Yeah. I mean, if that was me, I'd be out to dinners. I'd be hanging by the pool. Right. Well, you're doing everything you normally would do. drinks. That's, <laughs> you, know? you probably chill out on alcohol a little bit, but get your training uh, in. Maybe Make sure you me. stay in shape. Yeah. And, yeah, I'm sitting by the pool. Right. Yeah, I have nothing to worry about. Uh, they'll keep me abreast of the situation, but I can't make any moves until – was it December first the next hearing? Yes. So yeah, I'm chilling. How about I was the first guy who brought up this Martellus Bennett thing. I'm very confident in that. And now He's everybody's still confident in it. N- well, and, well, but no, everybody else is jumping on this thing, going, "Oh, this is kind of fishy." This are they giving weird. you attribution? Of course not. Oh, well, they suck. Well, of course they are. You can't do that. I saw some with Dan Shaughnessy. No, who's been writing for was it the Boston Globe? Right. He's been up there forever. Yeah. And he said, LeGarrette Blunt and Martellus Bennett doing the same thing. He said it days after uh, I said it. Oh, well, we got to call him. Can I we mean, sue him for that? I was the man with this. You I was were. carrying the water on this you, thing. Can we sue him? No, I don't think oh. we can. Oh, can't Mikey B? How about, no. the, speaking of lawsuits, there's a guy who is a fantasy football guy that I follow who went to the dentist, and the dentist dropped the drill down his throat. And it so, while it was still on, yeah. And then, right then, it was all the way down. He had the emergency get rushed to the hospital to get emergency surgery to pull it out. He tweeted out the picture of the thing. It's gigantic, and he still can't. He can't talk right now. Oh, you want to talk about a lawsuit? Oh, damn. Yeah, I know. What was up with the doc? His gloves got slippery. Yeah, I don't. I don't know, man. Man, I, I, I don't, don't want to dinner anymore. No. Yeah, I mean, hold, I'll get you. I'll now sure. spit. I can't. <laughs> I know. I mean, that, down my throat. That'll make you never want to go. Wow. To a doctor. Look, this thing. This felt. This. This is the actual picture of the thing they pulled out of his throat. Uh, yeah. Oh. Uh, I'll send ooh. it to Mike, and he can he can uh. tweet it out later. Yeah. I mean, this guy. I mean, <laughs> that is. It's like, I, who the hell wants to? Oh. So anyway, that's a lawsuit. You know, people talk about, oh, the coffee was too hot at McDonald's. Yeah, that's ridiculous. So suing McDonald's. No, a doctor drops a drill down your throat. You can't talk afterwards. That's a lawsuit. That's scary. Anyway, we Never end on that note. Again. <laughs> yeah, thank you, Gio, yeah, for no that problem. positive note. Yeah, great. Glasses no. half empty full. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah, half glass full. Yeah. <laughs> well, it was a good show, though, man. We laughed a lot. I-, I thought Connor was great. It was really good. Hopefully he'll come back for more abuse. Thanks to Frank Garcia, Mikey B, PD Meats, Bogish, Pierno, James Connor. Michelangelo. Yeah, him too. James Michelangelo and Jones. CBS Sports Radio. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. 
Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.